Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, folks. Thanks for listening to the Ace of Geeks podcast, the show where we discuss the highs and lows of geek culture. This week, we're coming to you live from Hawaii Con, a very special and awesome convention that happens every year in, you guessed it, Hawaii. Uh, if you enjoy this episode or our show, please go ahead to iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you found this podcast and give us, you know, a good review. Maybe, maybe five stars. Maybe, no, just give us five stars, please. Uh, that helps other people find the podcast uh, and it helps us produce more great content for you. If you want to support us in a different way, go to audibletrial.com slash aceofgeeks where you get 180,000 audiobooks and your first one's free. That's audibletrial.com slash aceofgeeks. We are wizards, we are crewmen, we are Jedi superhuman. Warriors fighting on the side of good. We are DMs, we are players, we are hardened undead slayers. Elven archers roam the enchanted wood. We all pretend to be something so why not pretend to be something interesting nerd on my friends nerd on keep it up and we can rule the world whatever you love is not wrong there's power in your phantom keep strong nerd on Welcome to our Hawaii Con 2016 podcast. Uh, my name is Stephanie Kala. You guys know me. I've been around for a bit. Returning to Hawaii Con with me this year is Sam Hawks. Hello. Yeah, say hi. Um, we also have another person in the room who may or may not chime in, but if she would like to say her name, that would be more than welcome. Hi, I'm Allison Fisher. There you go. Um, okay, so Hawaii Con 2016. This is the third Hawaii Con. Um, I've been to all three. Sam is now at, have, has been to two. Yep. Um, and there, there were quite a few changes between this year and last year. The hotel for one. The hotel was the biggest change for certain. Um, so the first thing we immediately noticed was how much closer the hotel was than the previous year. Um, it was only about a, what, 25, 30 minute drive from the airport. Yeah, about half as far. Half an hour. Yeah. Ish. Yeah, so that was that was nice. That was very convenient. Um, also, the pricing was um, a little more affordable. Um, one of the uh, basically the CEO. Um, I mean, I don't think that's his actual job title, but GB Hajim, um, who's on the board and basically created the Wycon. Um, yeah, said it's, that it's his brainchild. It's his brainchild. Yeah, um, said that. The, the pricing was cheaper, too. Um, so the, the previous hotel that you were at, the Hapuna, was, um, what did you say, like 180 a day or something like that? Or like two, 
Like it was it was a lot. Uh, that's what that's what this was this year. He was gonna fight for one eighty a day here, but uh, okay. it actually ended up being lower. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. So nice. yeah. <laughs> and we got the resort fees um down from twenty five to ten dollars a day. Um and so like the pricing wise, pricing wise everything was great. And there's there are so many amenities that are included with the resort fee, which I found was really kinda cool. Um, like free Wi Fi for one. Mm-hmm. The other, the other place did not have free Wi-Fi, I believe. Yeah, we had to. I remember we had to. We had to pay extra for Wi-Fi for the room. I was really glad at the Hapuna that we got free Wi-Fi for the entire room and not just for one device. Which yeah, I remember was like we feared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was that was the thing. Um, but yeah, no, this has been great. Like they just gave us a password when we um, checked in with the front desk, and they were like, "Hey, here's your password. There's unlimited Wi-Fi," and we we're like, "Dope." Um, so yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> how? So Sam, how has HawaiiCon 16 been? Like, do you think it, the new venue is better or just different or like? Pros and cons. Uh, I I have decided that it's better. It took me a while to come to that to decision. Get there. Yeah. Um, just because the Hapuna Prince is a it's so, damn palace. It's so pretty. <laughs> it's I mean, just it's this big like crescent shaped open to the beach. Yeah. Like just uh, amazing. Like like you building. walked in and you were on this giant platform that overlooked like eight floors down and then you could see the beach in like two or three different pools yeah um so that you know any hotel is gonna seem lesser yeah. <laughs> to a certain degree <laughs> yeah um but no this this hotel is fantastic it, it, the, yeah. the lobby itself has like all these like fountains and water features in it with fish yeah actual which fish. is really cool the choir the best the choir is so great <laughs> they, they see people walking by and they just like drift towards you with their mouths open waiting for food. Yeah, they're like little dogs. And I saw, it's super cute. I saw like a little kid with a, with a cup full of a like feed. little f- fish food pellets yeah. that was like feeding them. It's like, oh, that's what they're waiting for. That yeah. They're trained. Yeah, exactly. And it was just this little like feeding frenzy going on. It was yeah. adorable. Um, so that was, that was cool. Yeah. Um, and they've also got little signs that, that around because it's not just koi. It's like the koi are up at the front. Yeah. And then you go in and there's like kind of it's almost like a little stream that goes all the way through the hotel yeah. lobby yeah um and there's little signs that tell you what kind of fish you're looking at so you you kind of get to learn a thing or two if you're yeah if you're paying attention that was very cool yeah. um uh, thoughts about the layout of the hotel um what about the layout of the hotel <laughs> Um, so in order to get to our bedroom in particular, um, there are three of us that are splitting a room with two beds, which was great for financial reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, we had to go down one elevator over and then up another elevator because the elevator in the lobby didn't go to our floor. And so that was very confusing at first. Right. Um, we had to go on a little adventure. Yeah. We went on a little adventure to find our room at the beginning. That was, uh, we saw Bill Morrison. Yeah, in, in the, the elevator, elevator. Who was, was up on the fifth floor. So yeah. that, that first elevator worked for him just yes. fine. But he was kind of helpful. So thank you, Bill. Yeah. Thanks, Bill. <laughs> um, um, yeah, that, that was, I feel like that was just an architectural whoops. 
Yeah. I mean, it, we adapted really quickly. It yeah. wasn't. It, it wasn't was, really a. Thing. It, it wasn't a deal breaker. Like no. when, once we figured out how to get here, it was fine. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, as con venues go, this I think was really good. Um, the the rooms, the conference rooms, are all right next to each other, except for the pavilion, which yeah. is off to the side. But we'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah, that's that's a whole separate issue. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, that that had some stuff going on, but we'll we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, the the rooms there were what two named ball conference rooms. I can't um, remember the names. Kahalo. Yeah, Kahalo and something or other. Oh um, no, Cook. Kohala. The one that sounded like we, koala. Right. <laughs> and the other one was something else that didn't have a mnemonic yeah. associated with it. Yeah. That we could think of. Um, and those um, were those were pretty small rooms, maybe forty people capacity seated. Yeah, forty to fifty. Yeah. Yeah. And then there were three ballrooms that were like much bigger. Seventy to hundred people. Well, one of the ballrooms straight up just had a blow-up planetarium in it. That was awesome. It was so cool. <laughs> I hope we do that again next year. That I is, want That was one of my favorite things. I want a blow-up planetarium. I, I kind of want to make one. It's just like it's just like tarp material. It's the projector that's going to cost it's, a lot of money. I, mean, I didn't actually go into it. I just saw it from the outside. Oh, it's, it's, it's pretty cool. Is it? Because it looked from the outside, it looked like a bouncy castle... That's a planetarium. Yeah. Is that, am I right? Um, sort of. So <laughs> there, there's no, there's no floor to it. So, oh, okay. um, the idea was that like in the event of an emergency, like you would just pick the bottom of the planetarium up and then throw, throw it behind you and then everyone would get out. Okay. Um, so more like a tent. Yeah. It was like, a, it was a blow up tent and you just like plugged in a fan and it blew up the entire thing and then you had a projector in the middle. Okay, cool. Yeah. It was really cool though, because like it was, it was one single projector, and usually for planetarium, well, not usually, but in a lot of cases for planetarium shows, um, you'll have multiple projectors pointing in different places. Mm-hmm. Um, so this was, I don't know if that's just because it was a smaller scale for this particular planetarium. Mm-hmm. Um, because the whole thing was like, what, 15, 20 feet in diameter? Yeah, yeah, 20, <laughs> I would, I would guess. Um, you, you could fit a dozen people in there. They couldn't all lay down, but a, a bunch of them could. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so like basically, I mean, the first time I did the planetarium, it was, <laughs> it was Habitat Earth, which I believe is the, um, video that was produced by the California Academy of Sciences in San Francisco. Um, and it starts out like in the port of Oakland and it talks about ecosystems and how everything is interconnected and that's why we need to like preserve earth and stuff. Um, and I, I was, I was a little peeved because like I work at the Exploratorium. That's my, that's my second night job. Um, and so like I get into the Cal Academy for free and so I've seen that show a bunch of times before. And so I was like, damn, didn't, didn't get to see it. Yeah, that was, that was why... Allison and I didn't go right, in because right. we, we overheard the show that was finishing as we were mm-hmm. getting there. And it was just George Decay narrating the the impact. Yeah, which, the, you know, the which show, I the, haven't the, seen. Um, I didn't, we didn't realize at the time that they had different ones. through different shows yeah. throughout the, the weekend. So, so I went to, I went to a second one today and it was actually kind of cool because um, like, because we're in full on, like, it's Sunday Hawaii con mode, we were just like, do whatever you want. Um, and so the the kid that was operating the projector was, like, taking requests. And so we started out on, like, a um, sort of a roller coaster ride. 
um, that was, you know, projected on this planetarium. And so, like, you could almost feel it. Like, it was very immersive. Um, then we saw a couple music videos, like, one set to Rocket Man. There was another one that was a Queen song. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw something about um, monsters in the cosmos, and it was all about black holes and stuff like that. So cool. a, a couple of shorter ones. Um, and I was going to go back at 5 o'clock for, like, the actual lesson presentation one, but I totally forgot. <laughs> <laughs> there was a bath, and there's no water in California, so <laughs> no regrets. Um, all right, speaking of things that we liked doing, uh, panels, we, we mm-hmm. were, we were talking about how much more exciting some of the science panels were compared to like some of the other ones almost. Yeah. I like, like I was saying, I think, um, I think I'm going to do a write up of this for yeah. the blog. So uh, I don't know how much so stay wanna, tuned. I don't know how much we want to talk about it here on the podcast. I don't know. We can touch uh, on it. Yeah. I mean, I think. The gist of it is, uh, my, my sense is that, that with like the, the actors doing their solo panels, you know, they, and even the, the themed panels that are like specific to a franchise, like the Battlestar Galactica panel mm-hmm. or the Star Trek panel, those are kind of the big ones, right? Yeah. Um, I think that the, you know, bringing the actors on and this isn't, this isn't even remotely a bad thing. I'm not trying to disparage anything at all because they're they're great. Like yeah. they're really awesome to, to watch and have fun. And of the actors that were here, like it's it's been great hanging oh, yeah. out with them. Yeah, absolutely. totally. Um, but I, my sense with them is that like this is kind of it's it's almost like a, it's almost like a routine, like a stand up routine or something like that. Like they, this is the the show that they bring to every convention. Like they they kind of know what questions they're going to be asked and they, they have responses for pretty much everything ready to go. Yeah. Um, whereas I think like the, the science panels with, you know, you've got like between like two and five experts on like various degrees astrobiology, of... for instance, like yeah. that was one of the panels that we saw today or radio technology. And yeah. Like, yeah. And, and these guys just, they just know their shit. Can I say shit? On yeah. The we don't give a fuck. Okay. Um, <laughs> They know their stuff, and they are very passionate about, not only about the subject matter itself, but they're also very passionate about telling other people about yeah. it. And so I think those panels are just way more fun yeah. when you're, you know, you have to be into it. Yeah. But, but... And those panels were pretty consistently packed, too. Yeah. They were always really, really interesting talks, and they were... Like, there were, like, five or six, um, like, astronomers that were basically on rotation the entire weekend, mm-hmm. and, like, it was, it, they, their laughter was contagious, and they would rip off of each other, and, like, it was, it's, it, like, I, if I could just do those sorts of discussions all day here at HawaiiCon, I would be totally happy with that. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of them, it's like, oh, snap, we have 10 minutes left. We have to wrap this up. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, yeah. the moderator will say that. And then the scientists will be like, oh, what? Already? We were just getting started. Yeah, exactly. And all of us in the audience are like, no. Please, no. Let's continue this panel <laughs> outside. If you weren't doing anything. Just sat and listened to them. Yeah. Yeah. All day. I just want to get them all in a room together for like four hours. Yeah. And just like, here, go. Have fun. We talk prob- about stuff. We probably could have continued the panel outside the room, in theory, like, 
I mean, they, I don't know if they, they had, had other stuff. stuff. Like, everybody had other stuff to go and do. Like, yeah. It's not. But, you know, that's one of the cool things about a convention of this size, especially, is that you can totally just flag someone down yeah. in the lobby if you see them and be like, I liked that panel. What else do you think about blah, blah, blah? That totally reminds me. Today, I, um, I was talking with Peter, who is... Um, one of the guys who was at the first Hawaii Con was working with a different publication and then got hired to be a photographer for Hawaii Con this year. Um, and he, he and I, he's been helping me out this weekend, um, a lot. And so we were, we were talking earlier and exchanging contact information. And then Phil Plate, who worked on the Hubble telescope and, um, is an author. I think he has two books out right now. Um, walked by and then Peter was like, oh, hey, Phil. And I was like, oh my God, Phil, plate. Oh my God. <laughs> like it's been two years since I've seen you. Um, and I met him at the first Hawaii con and like I, I was way more starstruck about him than like anyone else. Like it was, <laughs> it was so stupid. Cause like the, the, what was it? The first, uh, like I can't even recall who was at the first Hawaii con. It was, I mean, it was very track heavy, I recall, but I don't remember specific people that were there. I, I, I think it was a lot of like BSG and Stargate. Um, but yeah, I got, I got way more excited for, for the science panels. I remember first, uh, the first year we actually had a guy who was a professor of astronomy here on the big island or at the university of Hawaii. I don't know if it's on the big island. Um, Dr. Gary Fujihara, who I still rave about this day, because <laughs> um, he gave um, a panel on meteor meteoritics, and so he brought in all these different meteor samples, and he was cool. he was like giddy, and he was like, "Here, you guys can totally touch it." And, like, <laughs> I ended up getting a picture with him afterwards, just because like I was so it like inspired by like everything on that panel, and like that that's what HawaiiCon has sort of become for me. It's like that little bit of school and like interest and like that inspiration that um, I'm sort of lacking in my regular everyday life. Well, that reminds me of one of the panels that we saw, which was about the archeology span of Hawaii. Yeah. Talk to me about um, that. Well, one of the things like what you said about they passed around the meteors. Yeah. Like that, that reminded me of, uh, they, you know, they, they passed around a chunk of basalt from each Island. And they had, you know, because to get, and then each one is different. Like, mm -hmm. the, the yeah, because they're all different ages and stuff. Yeah. Um, and that was just cool. Like, you get this really tactile, hands on feel for it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you don't really get that on the celebrity panels. They're not about to pass around a phaser. Yeah, right. <laughs> and be like, this is the one of the phasers that we use because somebody's going to pocket it. Yeah. You know, and then they're going to, like, nobody can leave until we get the phaser back. <laughs> I feel like it's a small enough convention that that wouldn't be an issue, but I can see it being yeah. a bigger issue at, like, a larger convention. Mm -hmm. um, I like this convention for its size. That's yeah. part of it. Like, And but, it, it's cool coming back every year and recognizing people and being like, oh, hey, how are you? I haven't seen you since the last Hawaii con. Mm -hmm. um, like, that That was a thing that happened to me the second year, and now, like, it's, it's like, because the Ohana is expanding, like I'm looking forward to next year and expanding it even further. It's very, very fun. Mm -hmm. um, so speaking of celebrities, sure. um, we saw a couple of celebrities mm -hmm. this weekend. Um, Jonathan Frakes. Yeah, you, was... you saw him twice. Yeah. Yeah. So the first panel was um, sort of geared towards his directing. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and that was that was a pretty popular panel. Um, and then you guys saw him again for a solo panel the following morning. Mm-hmm. So how did he, or what was sort of the deal with that one? Um, it was just talking about his start and his career mm-hmm. and, you know, how, how we got to now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, through how Fred's got to now. Not really how we got to now so yeah. much, but... Uh, yeah, the the genesis of Jonathan Frakes, I guess. <laughs> how he got it, how he like he got his start. What was it? Going from being he was Captain America on the White House Easter lawn during the Carter administration. Really? Like that was that was one of his first things. Oh my god! He was in a Captain America costume in the seventies. Oh my god! Uh, He's for, still my heart. For, <laughs> For the Carter administration's uh, Easter celebration. That's... Um, I did not know that. Even before that, he did drama in middle school and high school, but then when he was in college, he was majoring in psychiatry, Okay, he said. And he just decided to, like, either volunteer or get a job as an usher. Oh, okay. At the theater on campus. And... The, right, the drama right. director saw him and it was like, "You're you're you're perfect for this role." <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was literally, it was literally, "You're tall. We need a tall person." Yeah, follow me. You know, you'd be surprised how often that happens. Yeah, especially like in small theater companies. <laughs> like I, I've known at least three or four people where that's happened to them. Mm-hmm. Um, Aaron included. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's how that's how he got started in acting. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, it was that, and then, then he got, you know, he got started on TV with, like, small parts and some soaps. Yeah. Um, that's what, he, he met his wife on North and South. And you were saying that they got married, like, pretty early in, like, relative to his life. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, you know, they've, they've been, they've, since before Star Trek. Yeah. 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 Um, and then, and then, you know, then he got Star Trek, and mm-hmm. then he became... Then he became Jonathan Frakes, the guy that is Commander Riker, and I think the rest is pretty and much spoken for. Yeah. Yeah, well, no, he didn't. I mean, the beard was a season two thing. Yeah, yeah, and, I know. And he, he acknowledges the, the beard. In the directing panel, mm-hmm. they were talking about what's the opposite of jumping the shark? It's growing the beard. It's growing the beard. And, <laughs> and we all laughed hysterically. And yeah. We didn't, yeah, we... We didn't laugh as, as hysterically as we did when he did the Riker sit. Oh my god, guys, he did the Riker maneuver. He did it. He did uh, it at, at least twice. As well. Yeah, at yeah. least twice this weekend. And like, I got, I got the, the first one. Went crazy. Oh my god, I got the first one on video, and I'm like, <laughs> my life is complete. I've seen it in person. <laughs> um, but we also had a number of other Star Trek stars here mm-hmm. because it is the year of the 50th anniversary of the original series. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Michelle Nichols. Michelle, Michelle Nichols. We also had Walter Koenig, who yeah. is a repeat Hawaii Con attendee. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe it was his 80th birthday of this year. Mm-hmm. Um, he was at the first Hawaii Con. I don't recall if he was at the second one. Um, but the first Hawaii Con, we also had a birthday dinner for him. Yeah. Yeah. I remember the, the program said we're doing it again. Yeah. I, I wasn't there for the first Hawaii Con. Yeah. Um, and he... It seems like he had a pretty good birthday because, like, the, the whole luau thing was dedicated to him. Yeah. Um, so Friday night in Hawaii, there, there's a um, there's a luau that there's an extra fee for, but, like, you get all the food you can shove in your face and then... The food is so um, good. You get, I think you, I said this on last year's podcast, the luau food is so freaking good. So oh good. So good. 
Um, but, and like, not only do you get the food, but you also, um, like get, you get a luau, you get, you get shows, you get dancers, you get performers. Um, and Walter Koenig, God bless him, got up on stage with a bunch of other people. Like they were pulling volunteers from the audience and he was learning how to hula in front of everyone. 80 year old Walter Koenig is learning how to hula. Mm -hmm. It was um, just, it was just great. Candice McClure and uh, mm -hmm. Tom Pennicat yeah. uh, did that too. They were up there with him. Yep, yep, yep. That was pretty cool. Got to meet those, those two. Mm -hmm. That was great. Yeah. I, I'm bummed that Aaron Douglas didn't make it yet. He was a last minute cancellation because I met him at last year's uh, convention, and he's just one of the most delightful human beings that I've ever met. I brought my magic decks. I wanted, <laughs> <laughs> I wanted him to look at them, um, and I, I. I like, I had known that he wasn't going to be there because I saw the announcement on the Facebook page, but, like, for whatever reason, it didn't click with me. And so, like, I packed two of my magic decks, and I was going to be like, yo, dude, I need some help. I don't know how to run Delirium. <laughs> is, that, is that the thing that he was talking about last year? Because I don't remember. Um, Not Delirium specifically, I don't think, because I think Delirium is a new mechanic to the Conspiracy 2016 set. But he's a, he's a magic guy? He is a magic like, guy. I didn't, I didn't know that. But Wait. Was... What? There was a guy last year that was a magic guy. I thought it was Aaron Douglas. I don't remember. No. But I'm not a magic guy, so I may not have like been listening for it. Okay. I don't know. Okay, maybe it's not Aaron Douglas. Maybe I just brought my magic decks because I wanted to play magic with people. Could have been. Could have been. Brandon Sanderson is a magic guy. Yeah, but he hasn't but been there. Yeah, he should be. Yeah. That was actually, so that was part of my feedback was that uh, we should totally get more fantasy authors here. Yeah. We should get, like, Pat Rothfuss and Brandon Sanderson. And I think they are, they, they're sort of trying to focus on sci-fi. I, I get that sense, yeah. But yeah. and But, expand. I mean, like, expanding it out more probably wouldn't be a bad idea if they're looking for, like, more programming to fill space. Mm -hmm. um, but, as it is, I mean, the programming is pretty pretty full as it is, I think. It's, yeah, it's a good, it's true. I That was one of the things I... I mean, I didn't explore the whole, the whole hotel. No, me neither. Uh, I, we just and, didn't have time. And I have no idea how many more conference rooms there are. But my sense is that that might have been it. And yeah. if that's it, then this convention in this hotel doesn't have a whole lot of room for growth. Yeah. But on the other hand, I feel like it doesn't need a whole lot of room for growth. Yeah. I think that it's about right the right size. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, GB had mentioned uh, during the, so at the end of every Hawaii con, there's uh, sort of like an open forum where the board will uh, take feedback and comments and stuff from attendees and volunteers and everyone who was here at the convention. Um, and what we found out from Jess, I believe, was that um, the numbers for this year were of roughly about the same as the numbers for year two, which was to be expected. She said that uh, third-year conventions usually sort of start to plateau. Um, so, I mean, yeah. I, I think the impression that I got was that the, the this hotel is going to be the venue until further notice for future Hawaii cons. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with yeah. that, too. Yeah, absolutely. Um. Um, but the the glaring one that we haven't talked about as far as the hotel is the pavilion yeah let's talk about the pavilion <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I think this was just a logistics problem I don't I mean I, it's not the pavilion's fault no it's, yeah it's just what we decided to, to yeah. do with it 
So, um, you like I'm on the conventions thing or something. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah. Um, so for those of you that are listening and haven't, um, either been to this hotel or were at Hawaii Con with us, <laughs> um, the pavilion is probably 300 feet away from the registration desk. Like you have to go outside across the parking lot and then there's a pavilion that you go into. Um, and the, I felt like the the doors, <laughs> I mean, like, just from the outside, like, you wouldn't know. There's not, like, a really obvious front door. Yeah. And also, I think the word pavilion is kind of a misnomer, because that that's, conjures the image of a tent. Right. And it's yeah. really just a big, a, it's a, big a giant one-room building. Yeah. Which, you know, that's great for most conventions. Yeah, it is, it um, is for, yeah. It's um, like an annex, then a pavilion. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the problem here was that they tried to put, they tried to do too much with it all at once, and their yeah. reasoning made sense. Yeah, but, and but, like when I was thinking of solutions, like their reasons were the same things that I was coming to. Mm-hmm. Um, so what they have in the pavilion is on three sides, they had vendors. You had your artists, you had your people selling t-shirts, you had um, people selling uh, books and games and everything that you would ever want at a nerd convention. And the autograph tables. And the autograph tables. And in the center and towards the remaining wall, um, there was a stage and a bunch of seating available. And this was going to be like the main event venue. Um, The issue was that some of the programs that were put in the pavilion didn't have a huge turnout. And the, the audio system was such that it was very difficult to like hear people sometimes especially during peak hours when vendors are doing their business and they have like a bunch of people that they're talking to and like it it was very difficult to hear people at times yeah Mm -hmm. um that could have been somehow separated up i don't know how yeah i have no immediate solution that i can suggest yeah because because the complaint was that the last two years the vendor room has been separate from the sort of main ballroom or the main event room and the vendors were sort of like Hey, we we could use more foot traffic, and so Hawaiicom was like, "Yeah, let's let's just put it all together and see how it goes." Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's been a learning experience, and I'm anxious to. Um, I, I have full faith in the team that they'll be able to come up with a solution for next year. Mm-hmm. I think I my suggestion, if somebody on the team happens to listen to this, um, I think that hi GB. Yeah, hi. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that if you put the the autograph tables with the dealer's room, then people are going to go for their autographs. Yeah. No matter what. And then they'll see the dealer's room there too. So I think that those should stay linked. Yeah. But just keep them away from any stage, any, anything where there's, there's programming because that's going to get, that's going to, that it's noise pollution. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, for and then that goes both ways. Cause the vendors mm-hmm. were saying that they were, that their sales pitches were being interrupted by, you know, Jonathan Frakes talking about directing. Yeah. Or whatever. And Jonathan Frakes talking about directing was saying... Interrupted by, like, a pinwheel. Yeah. The spin for a prize thing and stuff like that. So I think that those need to be separate. And But keep keep something cool, autographs, in to draw people into the vendor's room. The other thing... And create an artist's alley that way. Yeah, absolutely. We, I mean, there was... A guy at the forum who had mentioned that, like, bringing in more artists would actually probably help a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you could really, yeah, like the guy was saying, you could really 
continue to emphasize local art yeah. and, and culture that way, which exactly. is part of what Hawaii Con is all about. Yeah. And and that's fantastic. Yeah. And and you know, keep that going. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the sort of suggestion that I thought of in my head is, um, so the ballroom where the planetarium was, was actually, um, so all the ballrooms, it looked like, had sort of um, full, like, walls that folded up and then could be rearranged in such a way. Um, so my thought was you would put the vendors and the artists and stuff in one of the ballrooms, and then you would have to have people walk through that ballroom. There would be like some walls and then like a big opening in the middle for people to get in and out of for fire safety reasons. But like they would have to walk through the vendor room to get to the main event room. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, like think, think of like a figure eight. So like Mm -hmm. the, the small circle at the top would be the vendor room. And then like where, where the two circles meet would be like the doorway. And then like, the, the big circle on the bottom of the eight would be um, the main event room. And then that way you're getting foot traffic and you're getting less um, noise pollution from mm-hmm. from both parties. Um, yeah, I mean, you, but you that can... sacrifices two ballrooms. Right. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know. But I think that even just a simple, a single partition in the pavilion, if there was, there, there wasn't the way I, I kind of looked around a bit and yeah. I could tell there wasn't really a way to do it. Yeah. But even if they had just put up a wall around the seating and the stage, just that, that little amount of a... So you can definitely, you can definitely pipe and drape. Um, I know when I do events at my museum, mm-hmm. um, piping and draping is definitely one thing that we do, especially if we have two parties going on at once. Mm-hmm. Um, that helps drown out the sound. Uh, you can buy really expensive drapes that <laughs> soak up a certain number of decibels. Ah. Uh, but the issue um, with that, another guy brought up during this forum was that um, people who are working the vendor booths sometimes want to see what's happening. Mm-hmm. And so if you put up these giant curtains, they can't see anything. I see. Yeah. And it is it is hard. I've been a vendor at a convention before, yeah. and it is hard to leave your table and look around. Yeah. It absolutely yeah. is, because you're like, that's my livelihood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so... Okay. So no, no easy solution, but I'm sure that we'll figure something yeah, out. Yeah, we'll figure something out. Um, I mean, overall, I would say it's another very successful Hawaii con. Yeah, this was fun. Um, mm-hmm. Still my favorite convention. I feel mm. pretty... <laughs> I'm pretty secure about that. Um, One more thing in this hotel's favor is that they've got more just stuff to do, not convention related. Yeah. Because yeah. the Havuna didn't seem, I mean, maybe I just didn't explore and find it enough, but but we went snorkeling, like, that was cool. Yeah. And did we? Oh, well, no. Allison, Allison and I You guys snorkeling. did this year. I thought you were yeah. talking about last year. No, yeah. Okay. Um, and it was free for the first four hours. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there were, yeah, so, like, our um, our resort fee, like, covered a bunch of amenities, and it was, like, $10 a day that was included with the room. Um, and so like you got snorkeling, you got free towel service down at the pool. Um, you got, um, because we were a part of a group, um, I'm told that we get discount on food and drinks that we've ordered through the hotel that's been charged to the room. Um, like there, she gave me like when I went in and got us checked in, she gave me a list with like 20 different bullet points. Like, here's what you get. Yeah. It's somewhere over there. Um, it's probably is hiding with all my other paperwork. I found it earlier, actually. Oh, did you? Put it here. Oh. We, get, we get crazy amounts of stuff. Yeah. We get, we get like, 
valet parking and the internet thing. Yeah. Oh my God. Free internet with the room. I cannot <laughs> tell you how amazing that is. And, oh my God. I mean, I didn't even read this. I should have. Because <laughs> <laughs> you want to do more now. <laughs> I mean. There's a lot of stuff. I could have, uh, there, we, we could have gotten a $20 discount on one spa treatment per day. Yeah. I didn't get any spa treatments per day, but, <laughs> but I could have gotten one at 20, 20, $20 off. That's pretty uh, good. That's pretty good. Yeah, this is some pretty cool stuff that we got here. Yeah. Also, we were sitting around the hot tub, and a guy came by with popsicles. Yeah, that was so, cool. Also, free popsicles. <laughs> okay. Surprise popsicle. I, I dig it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of running out of things to say. I mean, it's late. It's the Sunday of Hawaii. Yeah, we're all very tired. We're all very, like, very tired. Kind <laughs> of um, falling asleep. Yeah. Here. Basically. Um, so. Yeah, we talked about the programming. We oh, uh, one problem with the programming that they are very much aware of, and they had a good reason for it was oh yeah, they had booked um, like solo panels in the same time slot from uh, like the like the example that we had on Saturday morning was um, Brad Roddenberry and Jonathan Frakes both had solo panels at the same time. Yeah, and the reasoning was that um, they you wouldn't have a massive amount of people in just one of those rooms. They'd be sort of divided between the two, um, and that ended up not being the case. It sounded like Frakes' yeah. thing got moved to a ballroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it got, moved, it got moved to one of the ballrooms. I, I, as I understand it, Rod kind of only had like. A handful of people. <laughs> well, it started out with, like, a handful of people. And Rod, Rod is, like, the coolest dude. Like, he came in, and there were there were four of us there um, that were, like, press or, like, in with the convention. And he just comes in smiling, and he's, like, hugging everyone. And he's like, hey, so let's just, let's just have a chat. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, yeah, I mean, like, we, we talked a little bit about uh, the new series. Mm-hmm. And when I say talk about the new series, I mean that <laughs> you can't really talk about anything. Yeah. Um, the the one thing that I sort of drew from that is that, uh, so like TOS and TNG and traditionally Star Trek episodes have been like mini movies, like they're controlled within that one episode. Mm-hmm. You might have callbacks, you might have like two-parters and stuff like that, but for the most part, it's like a one and done. Um, the thing that he was sort of hinting at was that um, Star Trek Discovery, which got pushed back a little bit, um, is going to be more of a serial sort of thing where there's oh, going to be cool. an over overlying arc. Is okay. I gotta I gotta ask: Is Star Trek Discovery the final title? I know. Are we are I we know. sticking with STD? I, I know. I don't know why somebody didn't think of that earlier. Yeah, I feel feel like that should have gotten, uh, that should not have fallen through the cracks. Uh, Yeah, but it did, apparently. All right. Thanks, CBS. Um. (laughs) Maybe it's a sneaky way to a big marketing campaign, like, catch it! Something like that. Oh, thank God. It reminds me, on the way to the Oakland airport, there was literally, like, a... It was supposed to look like a Pokemon Go sign. Like, there was a Nurse Jenny on the sign, and it was in the Pokemon anime font. And it was like, don't catch them all! And then, like, see your doctor! And 
Because yeah. it was like five in the morning and I was just like, I almost had to pull over. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> hey, speaking of Pokemon, did you catch any cool Hawaiian Pokemon? I, you know, nothing special. Mm-hmm. I also didn't have my phone out a whole lot mm-hmm. for Pokemon Go, which I sort of regret. Um, but there were a couple of Pokemon um, that I got that I hadn't had before because um, I live in the middle of nowhere. And so Pokemon pickings aren't good. And mm-hmm. I haven't been playing lately. Um, but yeah, I got, I got, I got a couple ones and I named them after Hawaiian areas and like mm. Hawaiian themes and stuff. Like I had a, uh, Nita, Nita Rina that was named Hilo. I had, um, like a Beedrill that was, uh, named Kona, like <laughs> just cool. somatic. So that way, like I don't accidentally sacrifice them to power up another Pokemon. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, speaking of Pokemon Go, they had they had Pokemon Go contest at Hawaii Con. Oh, we didn't even talk about the gaming stuff. I mean, we didn't really do the gaming I, stuff. I didn't look at any of the gaming stuff, I'm afraid. Yeah. I, I, I wanted to kind of check out the Deadlands game because I love Deadlands. Yeah. But I didn't, and I, I kind of feel bad about it, but at the same time, it's like that was like late Sunday afternoon, and I was basically asleep. asleep. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah so I mean, like, <laughs> it's, so, like, of the games that they had scheduled, those were all games that I would play at a gaming convention. Mm-hmm. It's just that I game so frequently and regularly that, like, when I come to a non-gaming convention, I don't really want to play games unless it's, like, after hours with my friends doing a one-shot or something like that. Um, but even then, like, most of the time, I take the time to either review photos or go to sleep, so... Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, they had D&D 5e, um, they had Catan, they had Carcassonne, they had a bunch of magic, there was a magic tournament, I think. Um, so, I mean, that, that's all cool, and they had prizes and stuff, and there was a, there was a Pokemon, um, there was a Pokemon Go contest, um, the one that ended today, like, you got a prize if you had the most Stardust from, uh, catching Pokemon, so that, that would have been cool to check out. Um... But yeah, so that's maybe something that I will consider doing next year, depending on um, how the programming goes for the panels and stuff. Mm-hmm. They did. They did a lot of Star Trek games. Yeah, they had. They had. They had the Star Trek role playing game. They had, uh, and and this table at the dealer's room had sort of partnered with them mm-hmm. to to do a custom Star Trek RPG. That I talked. I talked to the guys, and they were like. They were emphasizing that that it is more geared towards getting Star Trek fans into RPGs rather than, than the other way making around. an RPG for Star Trek fans. Yeah. Um, it's it, and so I I grabbed the freebie because they they just had the, the little module that they made for it as a freebie on their table. So I grabbed that and maybe I'll try running it someday for game night. But uh, I have this real hope, and I I didn't go to the game room at all, so I don't know. But I have this hope that at some point, you know, Jonathan Frakes or or Walter or Nichelle like wandered around to the game table and sat in on a game. <laughs> I just I have this dream in my brain that that happened, and I don't know I don't know that it didn't. So I'll just stick with that. Yeah, yeah, it's it's real because nobody says it's not real. Yes. <laughs> there you go. The opposite of the um, what's it called the. The opposite of science. Yes, the opposite of science. <laughs> but they're, the, 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 the 
the thing with thank you that's that (laughs) yes the scientific method where you have to research and then form a hypothesis and then test the shit out of it and Mm. yeah that's that's the turn of phrase um all right so final thoughts allison like basically woke up to save (laughs) so i think we mostly lost her but Um. (laughs) final thoughts Final thoughts? This was fun. Let's do it again sometime. Yes. Like, same time next year. <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah. Sounds good. Cool. Um, Allison, this was your first mm-hmm. Hawaii con. This is your first convention. Convention, period. Mm-hmm. Would you do it again? I think so. Yeah. Um, especially if they, like, add more, like, Doctor Who stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you also did, like, a lot of the Harry Potter stuff, which I heard was fun. A little kitty, but fun. Did, yeah, it was very kitty. I would like if they added like a panel on that. Mm. All right, so that's something that um, GB, if you're listening, <laughs> add I that to the wrote notes. It on my sheet. Oh, there you go. There you go. Your feedback sheet. Um, yeah, I I loved it. I loved. I had so much fun. Like I was sort of opposed to the hotel change at first, but like um, after a lot of consideration and like weighing the pros against the cons like this this sort of blows the other one out of proportion mm-hmm. um so I, i'd be happy to come back here definitely cool yeah all right so anyway um thanks for listening guys to our hawaii con 2016 podcast um again my name is stephanie my name is sam i'm allison and thanks for tuning in Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.